buymissouri.net and follow at buymissouri on social media for more information. Brought to you by the Missouri Lieutenant Governor's Office. This is the Elijah Har Show with former Speaker of the House Elijah Har on 93.3 at AM 560 KWTO. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind, thinking I can see through this and see what's behind. The Georgia Supreme Court has upheld current state law banning abortions at roughly the time when a fetal heartbeat is detected. The decision overturned a Superior Court judge's ruling late last year, saying the ban was unconstitutional. Georgia Republican Governor Brian Kemp called it a step to protecting the lives of all Georgians. ACLU of Georgia Director Andrea Young voiced her displeasure. It's um, devastating for the women of Georgia who need the right to make personal and private decisions. The ACLU represents women and doctors who say the six-week ban should be voided. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Welcome back. First of all, I would like to ask the, the ACLU down in Georgia, who's speaking for the unborn babies down there? I'm glad you're speaking for you know, the, the moms and the docs who decided they don't want to save their babies. I'm thankful that the Georgia Supreme Court is speaking up for the unborn children. And Garrett, you know, we won on Dobbs. We're winning court cases all across the country. To quote Donald Trump, I, we're going to win so much we're going to be tired of winning. I'm, I'm not tired of winning. I love winning on this issue. I mean, this, this is the number one issue for me just on a personal level and on a Republican level, conservative level in general. I've always said, if we don't protect the right to life, then all of the other rights, speech, religion, freedom of, of the, the, the Second Amendment, all of those rights mean nothing if we can't protect the right to actually be born an American citizen. And so every win is a win for millions and millions of babies, human babies across the world, and it's a win for our morals as a society. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you, you, you can't have the right to do all those other things without being born and having that right to life. So seeing kind of the country slowly change the direction, I think it's been boiling up for a long time. It's just, it's awesome to see, honestly. It, it's amazing. Also, massive kudos to, to Governor Kemp down there in Georgia. You know, there's a guy who Trump went after very hard. Kemp, Kemp survives and, and comes back and has become, in my mind, one of the two darkest horse potential presidential candidates in the party glenn youngkin and brian kemp both tons of buzz about them down the road maybe getting into a presidential race if you've never seen it the first ad brian kemp ran when he ran for governor of georgia may be one of the greatest ads of all time i don't know if you've ever heard it he he's like you know i'm brian kemp i'm running for georgia this is a little bit about me and he's like, this is a chainsaw. It's for cutting the spending. But my favorite part is he gets, he gets in his truck and he's like, this is my truck. I can load up the illegal aliens in the back if I need to drive them back across the border. It is one of the greatest ads I've ever seen. He continues to make sound policy judgments down there in Georgia. He's really crushing it. And it's so good to see while, while the referendum fights continue around the country, obviously we're, we're paying close attention to Ohio coming up in just a couple weeks but the battles across the country it's good to get these wins every once in a while super happy here the georgia supreme court has upheld the six-week ban by the that the that the legislature and governor kemp signed into law yeah i love also that the uh the argument against it at this point is now just but we wanna like that's the only thing that they have it's not a moral argument it's certainly not a religious argument it's not a 
this is a bettering this is bettering for the country argument. This is a I'm selfish and I want to do this argument. And of course it's going to lose eventually. So I, I love seeing it falter into that space where it's just whining and crying. Yeah, and, and the biggest argument I've always heard, you know, is well, if the if the state bans it, then it the abortions will still happen. You know, it's 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 gonna become unsafe for these people. And I hate to say it, but but good. Like that's the point. If you can't get it paid for, if you can't, you know, just walk down to your local doctor and and get an abortion, then and if you want to do it illegally, then it should be unsafe because that should deter people from doing that. I mean, that it's an atrocious thing. You shouldn't have just open access to it. And it's been upheld by the Supreme Court of the United States uh, to, to let it go down to the states. And now a lot of states, Missouri, Georgia, other conservative states are saying, no, you can't do that. I really am curious to see. Obviously, the next path for most Democrats is going to be ballot referendum. And this and this is my challenge to every conservative voter out there. We have to start winning these referendum ballots. Ohio is going to vote in two weeks. Obviously, there's very concern. The polling on it does not look good. We are going to have a massive war on this next year, Missouri. I'm telling you, it's coming. They're collecting signatures. In fact, Jay Ashcroft is back in court this week defending his ballot summary and saying, hey, if we're going to legalize abortion in the state of Missouri, I want to tell the voters exactly what that means that we will not be able to regulate abortions, that 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 barbarians like Kenna uh, Goswell from Pennsylvania, who was putting body the aborted body parts in his basement, that type of that type of activity, we can't regulate if these abortion referendums pass. And so Jay Ashcroft will be in the Court of Appeals again this week, fighting for his ballot summary language. At some point when our courts decide, they will start collecting signatures and they will probably get the signatures we can't avoid this war. All we can do is be prepared for it to gird ourselves for battle and get ready because that fight is coming to us next year. And listen, you want to draw a line in the sand somewhere in the country, it might as well start in Missouri and it might as well start next year. Yeah, and I think the you know the biggest thing for Missourians to see, it's like th- this can't only be a religious debate for people. And I, I feel like sometimes it takes that toll. But the people that are supporting abortions and supporting these the, the murder of children in the womb don't care about religion so if you come at them well it's you know it's a, a god my bible right. says yeah. blank type argument yeah, that's yeah. not going to work because they don't care about that they do not have the same moral compass you have to come at this from a a biological standpoint of the these children have a heartbeat they have dna that has determined their hair color their height their weight in the future their their personality already from the moment of conception you have to really every individual in missouri has to learn and do your research and become knowledgeable in this so that way you can stand up for the right to life when this happens next year. A person's a person no matter how small. It, it's the easiest argument for children to understand not only DNA, not only heart rate, the unique brain waves to me. We talk in, in Missouri, death is the, the, the cessation of all brain activity and function. That could be life in Missouri. That's what the, 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 our standards say now. You are alive when, when we can measure your brain waves in the womb. That's a different person. And just like you and me, we're entitled to due process rights before anybody takes our life, our liberty, or our property. And so that, uh, you know, I've said all along on the issue of abortion, we will win. Eventually we will win because science and technology is moving our way. You've got sonograms and ultrasounds and 4D pictures of babies and wombs. The humanity and the science is going to win. The question is, 
when does that winning start happening in the referendum space? We've already won in the legislative space. We're winning in the courtroom space. The question is, when do we win in the referendum battle? We've got one chance in Ohio next in two weeks. We're going to have other chances around the country next year. But let's start that process now. And I'm super proud of Jay Ashcroft for standing in the gap and saying, listen, if this is going to go to the ballot, I want everybody to know the exact dangerous thing they're going to be voting on. Obviously, the ACLU hates Jay Ashcroft for that. And so they took him to court. They fought out trial court in Cole County. Now they're in the Court of Appeals. Eventually, they'll go to the Supreme Court. But but when that battle is over and when they start collecting petitions, then we have to start getting ready as this fight comes to us next year. What are, so Elijah, you've had a lot of experience fighting against uh, pro-abortion advocates and r- pro-choice arguments, things like that. What are some things that people should be aware of when it comes to like polling numbers, ballot language, you know, some some slide tricks that are probably going to be thrown their way this, this yeah, coming so year. So what the ACLU and what Planned Parenthood wants is they want a ballot a summary, a very short summary that says things like, we will protect reproductive rights in Missouri. They want coded words that don't talk about abortion, that don't talk about the things that people recoil from. And listen, if I mean, this you look at ballot summary language, it utterly determines wins and losses. This is like a, a legal fight. If you pick the right jury, it doesn't matter what kind of case you put on, you are going to win. So the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, they want a ballot summary that says, we're going to protect reproductive rights, and those rights are immune from any sort of regulation. Jay Ashcroft wants to say, hey, if you are if you vote to pass this, this will allow dangerous and unregulated abortions to occur across Missouri. There's no regulation that we can put on abortion, which means, you know, if, if your 16-year-old daughter decides to go get an abortion without telling you, can't regulate it. If, if you... Uh, there's just a lot of different things that go along with this. And so there's no, all the notification requirements, all of the waiting periods, all of the different restrictions, taxpayer funding, all of that stuff that had been held back for years that conservatives in Missouri have fought for 40 years to protect will all come crashing down if this referendum passes next year. Now, if you look at, if you look at, I always like to talk about the history of Missouri. Missouri is one of the most pro-life states in the country Going back to it, joining the joining the Union, back when the Missouri Compromise happened in the 1800s, literally it was one of the first states of the country to add at the time, it was called quickening language, protecting unborn children. And then you trace that litany of cases all the way through. You had the 1989 Webster versus Reproductive Services case comes out of Missouri, goes to the Supreme Court. We win on that case in the Supreme Court. That's why everybody thought we were going to win on Casey. We override the partial birth abortion ban over Mel Carnahan's veto. We have been on the forefront of this issue every single time. And just like that, when the Dobbs case came down, Missouri was the first state in the country that upon the signature of Attorney General at the time, Eric Schmidt, we became a pro-life state. I want to hold that. I want to maintain that. I was Speaker of the House when we passed the Missouri Stands for the Unborn Act. I want to keep that in place. And that battle is coming to our borders next year. Yeah. And I, you know, just to jump back kind of to what you were talking about a second ago with the, um, you know, with the science backing up what, what we're saying and showing people what's actually happening with the brain waves, with the heartbeat, with everything else. Um, if, if you don't know, the statistics show that when, when a mother or the parents see a heartbeat, see the brain waves, get an ultrasound, 
that actually gives that baby a 50% more likely chance to, to be carried to term and actually be born. And I think that's what we need to do with, with abortion. I mean, that's what we need to do with people that we talk to is humanize it. Actually, if you can get people to really understand what is taking place. It's not reproductive rights. It's not um, removing a fetus. It is, right. it is the, the, the extermination and mutilation of a, a child that is in the womb. Once you get people to realize that, I mean, you see it with mothers all the time when they're having a kid. You know, they, they get asked that question and then, you know, they, they might think about it. Then they see that ultrasound and everything changes. Yeah. So this, this is something that the Republicans, we need to continue to fight. We've done okay on it so far, but just language in general is something. I mean, we, we, we're so quick to just join the left on their terms. We haven't done it on the transgender issue. Quite yet, we still call them women and not birth givers or uterus havers <laughs> or whatever you want to call them. But on abortion, sometimes we're quick to say things like the removal of a fetus or or the term abortion itself. Why are we not just calling this child murder? Why are we saying sex change instead of genital mutilation? Like when and which goes back to the ballot language being so important. I mean, these make major, major differences. If you put abortion. Who knows what's going to happen if you can put and they won't be able to get this on the ballot. But if you can put fetus murder or baby murder on a ballot like that's going to change some opinions really, really quickly. And it's not a lie. It's not an exaggeration. It's the absolute truth at the same time. Well, that's what's going to happen in the Court of Appeals. Uh, Again, ACLU and Planned Parenthood suing Jay Ashcroft trying to get their particular ballot language for the summary for next year. Again, you're going to have to pay attention to what happens in Ohio. Okay. 505 after the top of the air news. I really want to dive into this, the presidential race. We haven't really done a deep dive. So we're going to come back and do that coming up next though. We're going to answer the question of the day. Sometimes you need a little break from all the heavy stuff we're talking about, whether it's the speaker of the house race, the abortion referendums, what's going on. So we're going to come right back. We're going to talk about what's the most groundbreaking movie of your generation. We'll get Garrett's thoughts on that. I think i got to send Nate out for some coffee. But I think I've got a different play than than either one of you do. So we'll be right back. We'll talk about that. Well, your generation was like, what, four or five generations ago when it comes to <laughs> movies? I mean, did they did they have movies at that time? We called them what? talkies. Talkies. Um, <laughs> 505, we're going to have Ron DeSantis. We're going to talk about the Ron DeSantis, Tim Scott, and Donald Trump primary. 520, I want to get dive into the Missouri or the Springfield School Board. They're voting tonight on adding sexual orientation and gender identity to the school's discrimination policy. So we'll dig into that at 520. We'll be right back. A man learns who's there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold. Because from then rubble, what remains can only be what's true. If all was lost, it's more I've gained. Cause it led me back to you. From now on, these eyes will not be blinded by the lights. From now on, what's waited till tomorrow starts?